Hey, what's up? It's Alex. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey there, loser. Has being stuck inside got you down? Want to go to your favorite bar and grill where the burgers are fresh and the tits are out? But you can't go outside, so what the hell do you do? Well, it's time to tell you creepy weirdos that thanks to Grubhub, Hooters now delivers. Now you can bring the boobs and beer home with you without having to even go anywhere. Why get a burger from any other place when you can get one from us that shows up cold and soggy, made by our chef Big Ronnie, who indeed does work near girls with big breasts. Who knows, maybe the cooks themselves have big breasts. That's the thrill of Hooters, you never know. How does your food get to your door and into your mouth? Our delivery man Bill has you taken care of, and boy does he have a set of bazumbas on him. That boy really eats. But the fun doesn't stop there. Bill brought his girlfriend Stacy along for the ride, and she doesn't have big boobs, but she has a friend who will give you a free month on her OnlyFans if you can help them score some weed for the end of Bill's shift. Are you ready for a hell of a time inside? Do you really have a choice? At this point, we're all that's left in business in your neighborhood. So if you're a lonely creeper just settling for some shitty food, order your Hooters from Grubhub today. What's up, guys? Happy Sunday. Surprise, surprise, I'm here. This is the short news podcast. If you are not familiar and this somehow showed up in your Spotify, well, welcome. I'm Alex Mador. You can find me on Twitter at Malix Ador or Short News Pod on Instagram, where you will find everything short news. Also, www.shortnewspod.com. Okay, we've got that out of the way. I'm going to try to do a whole episode of just good vibes only. No, um, no talking about the thing. The thing that's going on. We don't need that kind of negativity on this Sunday. So what I thought we'd do is have a uh, a nice little moment of prayer. I'm kidding. We don't do that here. We're having some minor audio adjustments today. Um, so let me know how this ends up sounding to you guys. I'm going to listen back to it too. But you know what? How about I listen back to this now? Okay, I listened back to it. It's really the best we can do. There's going to be this background noise that I'm going to try to find a way to get out. As I've said before, the window's open, and this is where I have to record for now. But what is going on in the world that is not related to you-know-what? Did you guys like the, uh, the fake commercial? I'm bringing them back. I'm just like, you know what, why not have more fun with these 
So I took off the real ads and I put on fake ads. Ones that are more interested. Ones that you'll actually want to listen to. I don't know. I want to take this show in like a sketch direction. Like I want there to be skits that aren't just commercials. But I have to listen to like what other radio personalities that have done that um, have done for that. Let me check my noise gate. Okay, I changed it a little bit. Audio issues 101. We're back to the beginning. God damn. Okay. Do I even look at the news? Palm Sunday services take a virtual turn this year. Oh. I'm curious to know. Is anybody doing the, um... Anybody watching those services? I'm sure none of my listeners are religious, but anybody just tune in just to see? I might. What time does it start? Well, it's 11.08 now. I'm sure they're I'm sure they're done. Let me look it up. Sunday service live. Let's see what these motherfuckers are up to. Oh, God. What is with the audio today? Jeez. Here we go. Palm Sunday service at New York City's St. Patrick Cathedral. It's live on YouTube, if anybody cares. At this time, we have developed a virtual that you can download and print from the cathedral's website. Again, that's www.stpatrickscathedral.org. Mic check, one, two, okay. Fuck. This is gonna be an all-over-the-place episode, I can already tell. Sunday services, let's take a look. What do we got here? So there's a dude in a cloak. This is Eminence Timothy Cardinal Dolan, Archbishop of New York. Great. Somebody coughed. They have the coronavirus, I think. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful that if I watch anymore, I might kill myself. (sighs) Now there's an airplane flying by. Welcome to the airplane hour. Where today we talk about the 767. What went wrong? No, I'm kidding. That's how my physics teacher talks. Now, now to find the thermodynamics behind the, the schmegmeram, God, that's not a good word. Sorry, I keep muting, then unmuting the mic, because this is getting very complicated. Damn, even YouTube, they're talking about the you-know-what. Okay, good vibes only. Good vibes only. Oh, yeah, um, apparently this Tiger King movie is really something to see. So, if you got a Netflix subscription, you're looking for something new to binge, I mean, I'm gonna probably take a a slight look at it, see if it interests me at all in any way. I heard it's crazy. Like, I saw the meme of, like, the dude with the weird hair. Um, like, what's standing next to his, his big cat? That's me and Susie. 
me and my trusty tiger. So yeah, that's probably going to be one of the things, one of the things I do today, as well as watching the new 90 Day Fiance that'll be coming out, I believe at 8 o'clock, 8 or 9. Those usually go for, what, I think two hours. Yeah, they go 8 to 10. There are also new episodes of Smothered, I know, that are coming on TLC. If they haven't started already, that is a really good show. I highly suggest it. It's about the, well, it's about what you think. It's about smothering mothers, mothers that smother their children. And it's crazy. These are like grown women with moms that just don't leave. Like, don't leave. (laughs) It's my worst nightmare. I don't know why the background noise is extra bad today. But does it get better if I move closer to the mic? Yeah, a little bit. But now the noise gate is probably too low. Guys, if you want to start a podcast, it yeah, it's easy. The The hard part is making it sound perfect. Like, you can make it sound good, really easy, but like, when you have OCD and you can hear like the little background noises, it it hurts. It hurts bad. So I'm looking at news, I'm trying to see if any of them say anything about Five fascinating weekend reads. Great. God. Oh, I got Animal Crossing. I haven't played it yet, but that's another thing I have to do today. Oh, my God. First thing is, there will be a lot of death. Oh, my God. Everything is just so bad. This is all the worst news. With no smuggling going on, Black market cannabis prices are absolutely wild right now. So this is what I was talking about um, a few weeks ago when this all started. You know, fuck it. We're not going to be able to avoid this whole situation. I'm just not going to call it by name and I'm not going to talk about the death toll and I'm not going to talk about anything having to do with it other than the things, the issues that it has caused and how to make them better. So... I think I told you guys before, if uh, you're into drugs illegally, you're going to have to take a break for a little while. This is um, unfortunately a crisis. If you can find it safely and for a reasonable price, then so be it. If it's just your buddy down the street, you've known him since you were kids, he's got like some shit you can trust, then, then go for it. Go for it. But... The black market prices are going to be ridiculous right now because nobody's moving anything. Nobody's moving any product. They have to satisfy the demand. Oh, this is in other countries. This is in France. But I'm sure, I'm sure here the same thing is going to be happening because all the businesses are shutting down. And it's not like drug dealers are an essential business. Well, depending on who you talk to. But I, I picked up from my dispensary yesterday. They, they came to me. Because, um, yeah, weed dispensaries are an um, essential business. But, yeah, black market, not so much. And I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want drug dealers risking their, um, their safety coming out. Crime rates are up. Like, I, I don't know if you guys have the Citizen app, but 
it, it goes off every couple of hours. There's something like 300 feet away. And I'm like, what the fuck? What is going on, people? The other day, um, the other day I went downstairs to pick up a food delivery. The guy was like, hey, all your, all your packages are open. I'm like, I don't have any packages, but other people do. And I look down there and the packages are ripped open. Some things taken, some not. Like, of course, like the one that had tampons in it was not taken. It was opened, but the dude was probably like, no, I don't need this. But he took whatever was in somebody else's box and then somebody got a bunch of coronavirus gear. Oh, fuck, I said it. Somebody got a bunch of gear, like protective gear, PPE, and they broke into that bag and stole a bunch of shit from it. I don't know how this person got in, but people are crazy right now. It's every man for themselves. Uh, What's the solution to that problem? If somebody rings your doorbell, ask who it is first. I know a lot of people who just assume they know that it's the mailman or something and they just push the button. I'm, I'm guilty of doing that. Not anymore. Not anymore. That was so fucked. I'm lucky none of my shit got stolen. I would have been so mad. Everything is just masks. That's why. Anybody touches my masks, I will kill. Good vibes only. Good vibes only. (laughs) Is there any news that's good? Palm Sunday. I don't even know what Palm Sunday is. Oh, damn. Okay. Easter is next week. Should we do a special Easter episode where we talk about Jesus and I ask for donations? We could do that. I see a lot of um, Catholic or Christian podcasts. And I think to myself, wow, there really is like, there's a podcast for everything. How do I differentiate myself from others? They have the, they have the religion thing. The news? (laughs) Having a self-aware moment here. You're probably listening to this like, why am I listening to this? Because this is a bonus episode. We got nothing going on. So I'm talking to you about how we've got nothing going on. Pop culture even is standing still. We know 6ix9ine is out. We can talk about 24 TV finales that ruined the show. Number one being That 70s Show. Because Jackie ended up with Fez. Yes, a number two friends, the show I hate. I really hate that show. Sherlock. The last episode. Wait, what happened? Number four, Gossip Girl. Um, because apparently everyone forgave Dan for making their lives hell as Gossip Girl. Wait, what? So Gossip Girl is a dude? How did this end? He like ruined their lives like as like an anonymous thing. Is that what that show is about? Like, Gossip Girl is some, like, a fucked up vigilante that, like, messes with their lives digitally. Is it like that? Or am I completely off? That dude has nice hair, though. Jesus. How do I get that haircut? Okay, Alf ends with the FBI capturing him. How I Met Your Mother. The Mother Dies. Pretty Little Liars. That one I saw. Pretty Little Liars, I will say this, is a very addicting show. Um, I was in the hospital for a little while back in, uh, for like a week, back in 2017. 
April of 2017. So it's been three years. Damn. That's crazy. And I didn't have control over the TV. Somebody else did. In like the main room. And for a while it was on the weather channel. But I was like, come on, can we can we get something real on here? I'm going crazy. And she put on um, Freeform, which I guess is what they call ABC Family now. And Pretty Little Liars was on. It was like a um, special marathon going on. And at first I was like, oh, this is that show that the girls used to talk about on my bus. This is stupid, that type type of thing. But I start getting into it because of the plot. I'm like, wow, this is actually pretty riveting. Like, they, they've done a good job of hook, line, sinkering me in. And then I keep watching Freeform, and there's this other show with Bella, Bella Thorne in it called Famous in Love. And these shows are for young women. But I'm sitting here, and I'll, I'll be real. I was in the psych ward for, like, a, a mental breakdown, and they needed to make sure I was okay. So I was in the loony bin. No control over the TV, no phone, no nothing. Sorry for calling it the loony bin. It's not. The people there were actually really nice. I met this one veteran who taught me about the war in the Middle East and all the politics behind it. I won't go into that. I'll talk about the hospital in another episode when I'm when I'm good and ready for that one. Hold up. Let me fix the heater. Right, so this was in the final season of Pretty Little Liars, so I remember that. That the the main character had a a evil twin. It was kind of a far-fetched ending, even as somebody who had just started watching the show at the last season, I was like, that's, that's crazy, that's, that's too much. But I still watched it, I was like, okay, like, I was satisfied with the ending, but I can understand other people not being. This dude outside is playing with his dog. He's got an N95 on. We should go take it. Should I yell down him? Hey! They're supposed to surrender all those to the doctors. I'm telling. I'm telling Mike Pence on you. What other finales are crazy? Oh, hair trimmers on sale on Wish right now. Okay, uh, number eight, Dexter. Um, Susie's opening the door and coming in. We have a special guest, Susie Lynn McLuhu. The cat. Glee. I guess Glee sucked. I never got into that. Sopranos. I saw that ending. That was like, what the fuck? Scream, the show. Here's one I don't even know about existing. The Secret Life of the American Teenager. What the hell? Okay, Seventh Heaven. Isn't the guy who, um... Sorry, I'm drinking coffee. Isn't the guy who was in that, the dad, um... Wasn't he a pedophile? Or isn't he? Sorry, you don't just stop being one, I don't think. Scrubs. This fucking dog in the background. I will, um, I will come down there. Susie does not like that. 
Okay, so what happened with Scrubs? How did that end? Oh, they did another season without the actual characters. Season 9 sucked, apparently. I saw part of it. Yeah, they should have just ended it. That season 8, this fucking dog. Dinosaurs. Oh, this one was fucked up. Oh, I just spilled. I blame that fucking dog. This is a disaster. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so you had dinosaurs. I think that ended with the Ice Age, or no, the meteor hit, and they all realized they were gonna die and watched their world slowly end. That was a kid's show. The show The Originals on CW. Um, everybody dies, I guess. As told by Ginger. Oh, I didn't ever see the ending to that. Ginger and Darren split up because the majority of high school couples don't stay together forever. But then they ruined it by having them get married. So, um... Huh. It seems like there's a common trend of, like, either throwing everybody for a loop that they don't see coming, like with How I Met Your Mother, with the mom dying, and it just being like, what the fuck, why? Why did you just do that or then or it goes the other way where they try to force closure like they they need to make the audience feel like they stuck around for some something that was worth it like if they ended with ginger and darren breaking up and then just ended that there i'm sure the writers were like oh like we we want a happy ending so people aren't sad Sometimes reality is sad, and in its own way, not making all of that cheapened and sticking to the original ending would make it more complete. It's kind of like when they milk stuff, too. Like, like there was the Rugrats, which went on for a while, and then they had Rugrats in Paris, and then they rebooted the show. A little bit, not rebooted, but they updated the show with better um, animations and new characters, and it was it was still good. But then that ended, and you'd think, okay, the show's over, no more Rugrats. But then they're like, no, 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 we know you guys wanted to see them older. These characters that were designed to be babies and just stay babies because they're cartoons. And have no further development from that? No, no, no. We're going to show you what that would be like in all grown up. It's like, just let the show, just let it die. <laughs> the Scrubs. Yeah, people are going to be sad that Zach Braff's character, like, he was, he's like done with that hospital. And he like leaves and moves on with his life. And what, he becomes like a professor or something? But they, like, if they ended that there, that's a complete beginning-to-end story. Instead, then they add another season with all new characters, and it doesn't make any sense anymore. I remember being confused when I tuned into that. Also, I haven't gone all the way down this list, but I'm gonna say The Office is another one. Except, okay... 
not the actual ending of The Office because the, se- the series finale itself was really good. They could have just skipped the two seasons prior just completely. They could have done Michael Leaves and then, yeah, a couple episodes without him so we get the gist of what that's like. And then fucking series finale. Fast forward like they did, the time jump, then have your series finale. The same way. It would have been fine. We didn't need all that shit in between. Those episodes, like, I don't even remember what happened in any of them. Like, some people got together, some people broke up, none of it even mattered. Until the end. And that's one of my favorite shows. I love The Office. The older episodes, though. Elite is another one. I'm not going to go into that. Castle. It was just like badly thrown together. Merlin. What is Merlin? Okay, I just paused this to read about Merlin. Doesn't seem like a show for me. I'm not really about kingdoms. True Blood. What happened there? That, That was a big show. That was a big deal. It just seems stupid to me, though. Desperate Housewives. My mom used to love that show. No. Okay, sorry. Desperate Housewives. We had eight seasons of these women building friendships that withstood scandal, murder, and family secrets. There's murder in that? I gotta watch this. Only to have the show end with them all moving away and never seeing each other again. Well, now I know how it ends. Roseanne. Okay, Roseanne. Well, that's an interesting one because they brought that back. Dan dies? Who's Dan and Roseanne? Oh. Oh, Roseanne's husband? Yeah, but then how is he back in the in the new show? Okay, during the final episode of season 9, when Roseanne reveals that the entire ninth season was written as a book, Based on her life and family, she changed certain elements of what she had not liked, most notably that Dan had actually died after having his heart attack in The Wedding near the end of season 8. Okay, I don't know enough about this show, but in the revival called um, Connors, Dan is alive and well and stumbles upon an unpublished novel of Roseanne's where he states that the book would have been a success had she not killed off the most interesting character, vaguely implying that the season 9 finale revelations were the actual details made up for Roseanne's book. Ah. Well, that's confusing. And then Roseanne had to fuck it all up by being, like, racist or something on Ambien. Listen, I've tweeted on Ambien before, but not anything racist. So, like, I guess that's the litmus test. Give somebody Ambien, see what they tweet. And that's how you find out who your friends are and who who aren't. (laughs) The final one is Game of Thrones, which I'm not even going to talk about because I don't fuck with Game of Thrones. I think it's stupid. People are going to kill me for saying this. But I can't get into, you know, Conan O'Brien said this once. He can't get into, like, I can't get into realms and kingdoms and dragons and, like, hobbit shit. I can't do hobbit shit. 
I tried reading that book and I was like, this is the dumbest thing I have ever read. It's been done 500 times and it's been done better. Game of Thrones, no different. Other than there's boobs and a lot more blood. But like all that magic and dragons and like you lose me at dragons. Like that's where I I just, that turns me off completely. Like I can do superheroes. I can do sci-fi crazy shit. I can do Star Wars with like the force and all that. I can do Harry Potter, but like, cause there's limited dragons. Well, no, Harry Potter is more than dragons. See, Harry Potter, okay, when I was younger was cool. Now just everybody who likes it is just, our age is a little weird. Um, again, it's cool, but the dragons turned me off from that too. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would always skip through, like, the magical animal shit. But there's no kingdoms in Harry Potter. So, they got me back. Game of Thrones is like, where are you coming from? Are you from the north? What is your family name? Like, stupid shit. And it's so long and not funny. And just, like, I tried watching it with people at college. And they're like, oh, you gotta get into this. This is the best show. And I was just sitting there like, uh, can we, uh, can we listen to some music or do something else? Cause this is boring. When do the, when do the um, boobs come? Oh, it's only for like 10 seconds. Okay. I'm going to go home. I'll see you guys later. Like <laughs> it's such a dumb show, but my whole family's into it. All my friends are into it. Me and Ashley are like the only two people in the world that don't like this. So I get it. I'm the fucked up one. Everybody else likes Game of Thrones. But I cannot suspend my, I don't know what it is, disbelief or hatred of dragons for that show. And you know what? I'm glad it didn't end well. I'm glad because maybe now Hollywood will realize that dragons are fucking stupid. I hate dragon movies almost as much as I hate people that go on cruise ships. Like, if somebody who's listening to this wants to explain to me what makes Game of Thrones good, if you want to try to convince me to give it another shot, go right ahead. Tweet me. Tweet me your opinions. Tell me why I'm wrong about Game of Thrones, because I hate it. I think it's stupid change my mind. I'm challenging everybody out there that listens to this at any time, even in the future, tweet me at MalexAdor, M-A-L-E-X-A-D-O-R-E, on Twitter. Tweet me on Twitter. <laughs> With your reasons why Game of Thrones is good and I should give it another chance. Because we have a lot of time just sitting here doing nothing. And I need stuff to watch. Disney Plus isn't doing it for me. Like, I've already seen all the Marvel movies. And I don't like anything else Disney. Again, like, that's a super magical shit. Harry Potter made magic cool. Everything else makes it, like, 
annoying and fantastical. Then why are you into Warcraft, Alex? Why am I into... Do you see... Do you... Have you heard me talk about Warcraft since I started this podcast? Okay, maybe a little. But, like, in January, I haven't played that game in, like, months. Maybe... Okay, over a month. But I used to play every day for, like, eight hours. I had no life. I loved it. But they, like... You want (laughs) to... I'm currently stuck on a quest where you have to kill a giant dragon. I wish I was joking, but no. Again, this is I they lost me at the dragon. It's like so it's this quest and Warcraft nerds are going to be like you can't fucking beat that. Oh, they're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. It's a part of uh the second expansion Burning Crusade. Which, yeah, that's what I'm on. Don't make fun of me. You have to kill this lead dragon, but first you have to kill all its babies, like 12 babies, while the lead dragon is flying around and can, like, come after you. And multiple of these babies can come after you while the big dragon comes after you. So it's just like, you're you're fuckeronied in, like, so many different ways. You just walk if because Warcraft is such an old game that the controls are just so outdated and slow to me and not platformy, but you find yourself having to do platformy things sometimes, like sneaking through hordes of dragons. It's like there's no way for me to evade. So why are you forcing me to run into the fire? And that's where I got frustrated and stopped playing. Maybe I'll get back into it in like a week. Because again, got nothing going on. But that quest makes me so mad and I have to beat it. My OCD won't let me not. But that fucking dragon. I hate dragons. Like back when The Hobbit came out. Somebody was like, oh, Benedict Cumberbatch is in the new, uh, the new Hobbit movie. I was like, oh, dope. Like, who's he, uh, who's he playing? And they were like, uh, oh, the, the dragon. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you can, yeah, go, go have fun. I'm, I'm out. I'm staying home. Fuck it. Nope. <laughs> you know, it'd be like the worst thing then. A dragon on a cruise ship. Just like a movie about like a cartoon dragon and he goes on a cruise. So somebody out there, if you really want to piss me off, make that movie. Make that a feature length in theaters, multi-million dollar Hollywood film. And that'll ruin my day. Dragon Cruise. Out now. I'm going to wake up tomorrow like, and Christopher Walken plays the dragon. Oh, on on this cruise, I can't fit in the wave pool. Somebody shat in the hot tub. I don't think it was me. But, you know, I've been wrong before. I've never been on a cruise before, and I'm sorry for barbecuing that guy with my breath. I didn't realize it would be that hot. After eating taquitos. Oh. 
I'm sorry, I'm stir crazy. Alright, let's um let's take a quick break <laughs> while I gather myself and re-up on coffee and figure out where we're gonna take this show. And we will be right back after a message from our sponsor. How you doing? It's me again, Tony Salomi from Amado Ice with my new business venture coming straight here. Do the a successful heist and takedown of a local Chinese shipment truck, I have become the proud owner of thousands of N95 respirators and I want to pass the benefits off to you. We got all your types of respiratory needs. Over here, Patricio will get you fitted and make sure you ain't a snitch. Over here, we got a selection. We have the cheapest prices available. Take my word for it. You can get one mask for $9.99. No, you dunce, not $9.99. $999. So pay up, this shit ain't cheap, brother. Usually, I'm the one stopping people's breathing. But during the Amato Ice Happy Coronavirus Sale, I'm helping everyone breathe. Except for you, Dimitri. You disrespect my family. I'm coming for that ass. Amato Ice. Come on down and give us your money. You know, business is uh, kind of hard right now. But we're all trying to get together and do the right thing. But... You know, just spend your money where you need to. Buy buy a lot of masks. Amago Ice. Welcome back to the show. So I thought what we, what we would do is um kind of our usual thing. We talk about uh you know we go on Reddit, we answer some relationship problems. But I thought. We could also just go on Reddit and see what's on there that isn't relationship problems. Those We can do like one, but those get depressing. They're addicting, but depressing. Wait for this plane to fly over. Okay, so one that I found this morning... <laughs> one that I found this morning is a subreddit called Rant. Or r slash rant. And it's... um. Yeah, it's what it sounds like. People rant about their problems, and I thought that would be hilarious. So the best of, I'm going to go through. Okay, here we go. I'm going to put on my angry voice. (sighs) This one goes out to um, all the celebrities out there. Shut the fuck up, celebrities. You do not relate to how the rest of the world is affected by this virus. Singing Imagine, as many of you have seen, on your phone instead of your inside of your huge mansion with every necessity you need delivered to you while you still sit on your millions makes you look so out of touch and selfish. You do not relate to the struggle that billions will face. People are losing their jobs, livelihoods, businesses. People are separated from their loved ones and thousands are dying from a virus that will barely affect you. I love some of the entertainment these people have provided, and I'm grateful that it is, it is there to help pass the time, but that's it. You're someone who gets paid gargantuan amounts of money to provide entertainment. Your responsibility isn't to make sure we get through this, because you don't really get it. This is what happens when society constantly reminds you how important you are when you're just someone who can act or sing well. 
people with large paychecks that have a follow that have to follow the same rules us common folk do. Wait, that's a bad sentence. People with large paychecks have to follow the same rules as us common folks do. Get over yourselves. Have your opinions. Talk to your fans. Whatever, but don't pretend like we rely on your optimism to get through this. We do not share the same struggles. Live in complete comfort while the economy ruins the lives of millions. Your sage words of wisdom will not stop me from being broke. It's time you learn your place in society. I appreciate the sentiment, but shut the fuck up. That's it. Oh, that reminds me of a good site, um, Crazy Days and Nights. We can talk about that after we talk about this. <clears throat> after the fucking siren stop. Oh my god. No, I agree, though. Celebrities don't know what we're going through. They're so sheltered. They've been sheltered since before this virus. Like, Vanessa Hudgens is a perfect example of that. Her saying, like, oh, what was it? Like, till July sounds like a bunch of bullshit. Like... Yeah, it's a virus, and a lot of people are going to die, but I guess that's just whatever. Or what What did she say? She just made it, like, so not a big deal. She was like, oh, this is stupid. Like, this virus is stupid. It's, like, not a big deal for me, so it's just whatever. It's like, who do you think you are? Like... Like, I can tell you, it's a big deal. I'm reporting from the epicenter. I couldn't breathe for, like, a week and a half. Was it the virus? I still don't know. But that's scary as fuck. This whole situation is scary as fuck. Here we go. Good vibes only. Good vibes only. Serenity now. Serenity now. All I'm saying is Vanessa Hudgens and these other celebrities, they don't get it. And they won't get it until real life comes knocking on their door or busting it down. Because once you have enough money, you just you have so much shit that you don't have to be around people anymore. <laughs> you don't have to do normal people things like going out in public to shop or going to work. Because anything with your name on it makes you like 500k or more. But to act like we're all in this together the same way and that you are so much higher than the rest of us because you made a song one time. No, you're not the coronavirus guide. You're a fucking singer who was on a fucking TV movie 10, 15 years ago, whatever it was. You know what? No, I'm not going to go in on Vanessa Hudgens anymore. But these other celebrities holed up in their bomb shelter or whatever with endless amounts of mac and cheese. <laughs> That's what a picture. <laughs> Just Kevin James holed up in a um holed up in a bomb shelter that's furnished like a man cave with nothing but like mac and cheese. But they've got all the shit they need. I bet the celebrities are the ones with all the N95s. They're not worried about that shit because they have it all under control for themselves. 
So they, they're like, oh, you'll get through this. It's going to be fine to everybody else. And, and it's like, no, it's not. No, it's not. You don't live in the same dimension as the rest of us. When you have that much money, you don't need to. That's what the in the finance world they call fuck you money. Fuck you money. Because <laughs> it's like you have so much money you can do whatever you want. Like, hey, you can't do that. Fuck you. I'm worth a billion dollars. Like, oh, oh, I guess you can. Okay. Like that, that's what, ha- that's what happens. Anyways, I'm, so on the celebrities topic, I found this site. I was listening to old podcasts and they were talking about this site called Crazy Days and Nights. It's a gossip website that I believe is run by people in Hollywood. So they have the scoop. Like these are like lawyers and actors and people that are, active participants in that circle to look inside. You get to find out what celebrities are like really shitty people. It's it's cool. Like this is where um Dan Schneider being a pedophile came out. Oh, did we talk about this? We may have talked about this. I I record so many episodes that I don't know. So Crazy Days and Nights, they had an entry recently that was like Dan Schneider showed up to a party recently, but they said, like, former child um, children's show writer showed up with his, like, actors from the past, and they were all pretending to be cool with him, even though he, like, molested them and stuff. But one of them, apparently, is working on an undercover documentary exposing him for everything that he did. And that is some tea. One of the first um, short original short news episodes that we did, um, maybe like a like two years ago at this point, was um, when Dan Schneider was fired or um, paid to leave, I guess. I thought that looked weird, and then I did some digging, and I found out that, like, so many people are victims of his. So many famous people. Maybe I'll do a whole episode devo- devoted to ruining your childhoods. But wait and see. Schneider might be getting exposed soon. So they have these things called blind items. Where you have to guess. Or like they tell you what the celebrity did. Before they tell you who it is. And then you have to guess. It's like a game. It's, it's cool. It's fun. So, um, uh, Bachelor. Okay, blind item number eight. It has been a while since this former rapper turned B-list actor slash showrunner slash online feuder showed off just how awful of a parent he is. He changed all that, though, with the death threat directed towards his kid when the kid called his dad out for being an awful father. Definitely a true statement. And somebody says 50 Cent. Yep, 50 Cent. He was terrible to his son. Told him to keep his money because he was a horrible, bitter father. What happened to Clooney and Lake Como? Damn, now I want to know. 
Apparently George Clooney did some fucked up shit. Okay, here we go. After nearly a decade of cleaning up the tragic mess that went on inside his house, the A-list, mostly movie actor, has decided any further messes will be done outside the house and give him easy, easy deniability that he was even involved considering the new building will be for the help. And there's a list of all of Donald Trump's accusers. So apparently, what are they saying about George Clooney? Oh, this is turning into a libs versus Republicans thing. And the George Clooney post. Oh, geez. So they're saying Clooney is a messed up dude. Apparently a 13-year-old boy or something tried to um, get away from him and fell off a cliff. Damn, I... I don't want to come in contact with these people. I don't want to. I don't want to get too much exposure on this podcast. That's insane. So, celebrities have fucked up secrets. Let's get into this. Well, then there's connections to Jeffrey Epstein, alleged. It's a lot of. Um, there's a lot of pedos in Hollywood. Why? Like, why is that? Okay, blind item number six. Apparently there is much more to the story. The former A-list Disney star turned A-minus, B-plus list, mostly movie actor shared about the A-plus list, mostly movie actor. Something that puts a big, big twist on it you probably didn't see coming. I was going to say Johnny Depp and uh, Amber Heard, but people are saying in the comments, um, Zac Efron and Leo DiCaprio. Okay, how old was... um, So, yeah, they're saying that Leonardo DiCaprio and Zac Efron, um, you know, did the the you-know-what. As long as they were of age. As long as Zac Efron was... Like, of legal age, then they should both be fine with coming out. Oh, this was in 08. How old was Zac Efron in 2008? Okay, so he's 32 now. 08 was 12 years ago. Oh, he was 20. That's fine. Why is everybody up in their business then? I thought it was like he was a kid. That's fine. Don't shame these two lovers. Well, they may not be lovers anymore, but don't shame two men just trying to have a good time with each other. Two consenting men. The lawyer is just earning his keep, but he should probably know his rapper client, who also likes to turn on everyone, is many times over safer in jail. The lawyer wants his client released early. That is just asking for an earlier death. Takeshi, 6 9 Damn. Everybody's in agreement. 6 9 is like... A, 6 9 is dead. Like, he... He's fucked. Oh, man. They got me worried about him. These are Hollywood insiders talking about this. They know. He's fucked. 
And they're all saying, like, what a dumb fuck. Like, I hope he gets what's, like, coming so we can stop hearing about him. Just get this one over with already. They're saying, I'm fresh out of fucks to give about this little gremlin. They've got me worried about him even more. I hate him, but I'm worried about him. It's not like he can blend in. <laughs> he's just like, every, he, he like goes by John Smith, gets his hair cut, dyes it a normal color. Everything is normal. He dresses like an IT technician, except like the giant ass 6'9 tattooed to his face. They're like, oh, I think we found him. Dead man walking, they're saying. Damn, burglaries are 75% up in NYC. Why are they not talking about this? Okay, here's one. This late night talk show host is using this opportunity to try and get new blood on his writing staff. He says for fresh ideas, really, it is so he can pay them less and keep more for himself. Which one is that? James Corden. Ah. He kind of sucks. I only watched him for the Jonas Brother uh, reunion. This foreign-born singer, who was once a boy bander, is in bad shape. His drug dealer died of COVID-19, and he has been unable to find a consistent replacement. Oh, shit. People are saying Zayn Malik from One Direction. Alcohol, drugs, Zayn's doing it all. Dealers are plentiful. He'll find another to support his cravings. Apparently, Zane lives in Manhattan. Yeah, like, <laughs> this person in the comments is saying how now with COVID going on, cops are all over the place and drug dealers don't want to take the chances. So they're extra careful. And it's going to be really difficult to resupply if you are a drug addict. So guys, use this time if you are addicted to something as a cleanse. Cleanse yourself of the toxins that you have been giving to yourself. It's hard to do, but if you don't have any way of getting it safely, then it's time to stop. So that's crazy. Damn. Apparently Selena Gomez is on a lot of drugs these days. I won't go into that one. Oh, here's one about Post Malone. Last year, I begged the girlfriend of the wannabe Post Malone slash half a pill rapper, oh, never mind, to leave before it was too late, that she didn't need to fake a pregnancy and should just leave, that the loser from the Inland Empire would dump her in a second. Instead, she thought she could keep him with a face tattoo. He dumped her and went back to his celebrity ex, who is equally as stupid for taking him back. Apparently Lil Xan and Noah Cyrus. So this wasn't about Post Malone, I just saw Post Malone and jumped in. It's about Lil Xan. Damn, Lil Xan's a piece of shit. Damn, these are crazy. You Hollywood actors are fucking insane. The shit that you will do for clout and money, and drugs. You guys are just rich drug... You just, you're just rich drug addicts. Just drug addicts that need more to get high. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. The illiterate 
A-list, mostly movie actor, did a whole bunch of do-you-know-who-I-am things directed towards staffers at a hospital. Hopefully they said you are an idiot who makes car commercials. Oh no. Anyway, the actor wanted tests for himself and his family. They all tested negative. Matthew McConaughey. Hey, hey, hey. That's not that bad. Listen. Listen, listen. You, you gotta do what you gotta do for your family. I'm, I'm a family man. I, I care about my kids. I, I get up every day like every other, every other family man, and I go down and make my coffee out of my million dollar coffee machine, and I, I push a button and it farms a coffee from Arabia straight to me through a drone, and I, I drink my coffee just like everyone else. But when I when I go to the hospital and I'm trying to get those corona tests for my family, you better guarantee you have enough for me and my fam. Or I'll drive this Lincoln straight up your ass. You understand me? Do you understand me, bitch? I will come in there and I will ruin your whole life. Sometimes you have to go backwards to go forwards. And I'll punch you so hard, I'll send you all the way back in time. Do you understand me? Now you give me those motherfucking COVID tests. Or I'll fucking kill you. No, I don't think that's as, that's that bad. Like, I know people who are less famous that would do that, that are still good people. Everybody's in every man for themselves mode right now. Matthew McConaughey wants his family to get COVID tests. We, like, I get it. That's fucking self-absorbed. To be like, do you know who I am? Like, that looks bad. But when you're desperate and you're worried that your family is going to, like, get this thing and everybody's freaking out about it and worried that they're going to die, I get it. I kind of get it. Do you know who I am, motherfucker? (laughs) (laughs) What do people say about him? That is so wrong. Get over yourself, Matthew. You should bow before those these heroes. Oh, God. <clears throat> a lot of tests are also false negatives. One in three, according to the Wall Street Journal, adding to the catastrophe that is unfolding every day. Ugh. Oh, sometimes you gotta go back to go forwards, and I mean, go back to a time where you threw a tantrum like a little itty-bitty baby peeing in your pants. Going, do you know who I am? I'm Matthew McConaughey. I'll make the car commercials. I'll give you a ride in my Lincoln if you give my family COVID tests. These are so fun. The only thing that has ever kept the mogul slash wannabe rapper from being a full-on drug addict is having to go to work in meetings. With none of that, he's spiraling out of control. People are saying Diddy. Diddy or Kanye, they're both teetering as far as I'm concerned, they said. I'm amazed there haven't been any news of celebrities ODing yet. Oh, wait. Celebs only OD when the powers that be need them dead. Oh, shit. Someone says, I once worked with Diddy's private chef for a weekend in the Hamptons. Oh, man, did she have some stories. Someone says, I can't seem to muster a single fuck about this. Diddy, Diddy's not really, like, is he relevant? Like, he's got a lot of money. He's relevant, but is he, like, 
does he have any clout right now? Do people still talk about Diddy? Like, when you bring him up, people are like, oh, Diddy, yeah, yeah, but, like, has he done anything? Blind item six. With the stock of this company cratering down to nearly $3 at its lowest during the sell-off, the A-list reality star's side gig is looking a whole lot less lucrative. It isn't as if they gave her all cash. In fact, most of it was stock, which has fallen about 70%. So much for being a billionaire, narrator's voice. She was never a billionaire. They're saying Kylie Jenner. <laughs> I wish they'd go to a fucking island and disappear. Yeah, but then we couldn't keep up with them. This married former A-list, A-plus-list rapper turned lightning rod isn't even living at home with his celebrity wife. They used to be able to get away with once-a-week photo ops. They really can't stand each other, but have this perverse codependence that keeps them together. Kim and Kanye. Blind item four. Oh, this is crazy. This one's apparently, you know, so yet another person has come forward calling out the A-list singer slash crap actor. The singer has always said he is the only vocalist on a huge song of his. Nope, there is a female singer that does a lot of the hard parts. Yet another woman the singer has thrown in front of a bus. And they're saying Justin Timberlake. Yeah, he, that makes sense. His falsettos are like crazy. Cry Me a River, apparently, is the song Marsha Ambrosius told this years ago. All the singers are credited, but Justin has pretty much always been trash. Okay. Okay, so the singers are credited. It's just nobody knows or cares, and they all think it's Justin Timberlake. Okay. Damn, that's crazy. I guess, yeah, there are a lot of vocals on that. Okay, we'll do one more. This closeted longtime actor slash writer slash producer slash director, geez, that's a lot of things, who is A-list, sleeps every night with his boyfriend, but his girlfriend also lives in the house. Actor, writer, producer, director. I was going to say Childish Gambino, but he's a musician too. People are saying Tyler Perry. Seth MacFarlane, George Clooney, Tyler Perry. Damn, Tyler Perry sold his private jet to to the right-wing Trump-loving evangelical pastor Kenneth Copeland. Why? And then, once again, the celebrity CEO showed it is all about the spotlight being on him rather than doing the right thing, Elon Musk. And when you're a celebrity billionaire, <laughs> that's... We have time for one relationship advice. I really got sucked into that, though. Let's get through this fast, because I have to pee. Okay, let's help this dude out who's NSFW and seemingly scared. My 18 male girlfriend, 18 female, is becoming way more dominant. Hi, Reddit. I, 18 male, have been dating this amazing girl, 18 female, since 14. We are now 18, and since her birthday, she started acting way more confident about her sexuality. Normally, I wouldn't say that's a problem, but she's becoming way more dominant than she used to be. I know she's naturally more dominant than many girls. She's always the leader of her group, 
She wants her own business and she uses her charisma at her advantage every day. I've never met anyone who wasn't attracted to her. That that punched me in the face when we were talking with people at a party and someone asked the group who they would fuck and everyone chose her, even girls and my best friends. Oh, that's uncomfortable. The problem is that she's as dominant, if not more, when it comes to sex. Here are some examples of stuff she wanted to do. Call me slave slash good boy. Pegging, uh-oh. Put a dildo in my mouth. Make me eat her cream pie. Make me watch her with another girl. Call, make me call her goddess. And that's just some of it. She even wants to pee on my face every morning in the bath to show me who's dominant. That's like what my guinea pigs do to each other. I don't know where she gets all of these new ideas, but now she wanted to try stuff I didn't even know existed. I I wanted to ask you guys if that's just the beginning. Is she going to ask me for more if I accept to try that stuff? What's next? Too long didn't read. Girlfriend is becoming more dominant and wants to try a lot of kinky stuff. Is that just the beginning? Well, this is a coming of age story right here. <laughs> Well, it's the main thing. The main thing is consent. The top comment is do what you're comfortable with and nothing more. That's true. She can't force you to do anything. So there's you can you can experiment, see what you like to make her happy, but you also have to be enjoying it too. So make that very clear with her. Like hey, like. Some of these things might make me uncomfortable, like I don't want to be pegged. Just be honest. I don't know, my advice isn't going to be the best, but sex is supposed to be for both sides, says this comment. You can try it and see how it, how much you like that stuff, but if you don't, you got to tell it to her. Yeah, you just, you know, if you've got an open mind and you're willing to try those things... And see if you do like them, just, you know, for her. Yeah, that's fine. But if you don't like it after trying it, then tell her. If Find a sex life compromise that works for you both. Get a, get a sex therapist if it is a possibility. Yeah, the most important thing about a kink is consent. So, you gotta make that shit clear. You have to be very clear with her, otherwise shit's going to get very uncomfortable and painful down the road. If you find you like it, then have fun. But you guys need to have long conversations and negotiate boundaries. That way, neither of you will get hurt. Yeah, that way your anus isn't going to get torn up, brother. (laughs) Solid relationship, OP. Jesus. But yeah, no, that's like, you know, kinks are kinks. And you guys are young, you're exploring. There's nothing wrong with exploring. (laughs) Just stay safe out there. My girlfriend, 18 female, found my brother's 21 male cum sock and will not forgive me. Oh yeah, that one's just weird. Girlfriend uh, found this dude's brother's cum sock and got mad at the boyfriend. Yeah, she's mad at the boyfriend for the brother's cum sock, which doesn't make sense. And he's like, what do I do? And well, <laughs> well, you know, you just gotta, 
And there's not much you can do to say it's not my cum sock if she's not willing to understand to wrap her head around the fact that the cum sock is not yours. You have nothing to do with the cum sock. It's your brother's. It was in his room. Then there should, like, ah, uh, whatever. Anyways, I have to pee really badly, and then I got to get this up. But thank you so much for listening, for being with us. I'll be back tomorrow with more podcasts. This has been the bonus episode of the Short News Podcast for Sunday. I will see you guys later. Peace. It's really that time of year, and your team might finally do it. Or if you're a Rams fan, you might just want to book the trip now. This year, Super Bowl 56 is in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium, February 13th. You can scour resellers to buy an overpriced ticket closer to the day, or you can lock in the Super Bowl experience of a lifetime now with our friends at On Location. True 50-yard line seats, only available with On Location. An invite to celebrate on the field with the champs. On location, yes, you want to craft a perfect confetti angel like I did? Go the game with On Location. And it's not just about gameplay. From dinner with NFL legend Marcus Allen to pregame parties featuring acoustic sets for Wyclef, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is offering the most exclusive ticket packages available. Want to know how? Visit onlocationexp.com forward slash SP56 or search Super Bowl on location. That's right. Search Super Bowl on location. Make the trip of a lifetime. It's your shot. Take it.